0: In this week's Parsha, in the Machloikas of Koirach, Hashem says to Moshe and Aaron, He separate yourself from the rest of the people, and I'm going to be destroying them in a moment. The pastor goes on to speak about how Moshe and Aaron fall on their faces, and they say, Kay Leloikei Hashem, the God of the Ruchois, which we're going to explain in a minute what that means. And they say, If one person sins, are you going to get angry at everybody else? So on this Tosid El Alpine, Rashi quotes those words and explains Hashem the one that knows everyone's thoughts. Rashi goes on to say that Ain de Hashem, you are not like a mortal, like a human king, Melech Bosar a regular king, of Miksas Medina, where some of the country acted in a foul and a smelly way. So the king doesn't know exactly who is the one that sinned and therefore when he gets angry he punishes everyone. But you, that is Hashem, everything is known to you, everyone's thoughts are known to you, you know exactly who sinned. Now simply what Rashi is trying to tell us is, is that the word Eloikei haruchos, the word haruchos does not mean over here souls, neshamois. Rather, the word Ruches over here means Machshavois, thoughts. Elikei means the Eibishter, Hashem, that knows everyone's thoughts. This is similar to something we had in last week's Parsha when it speaks about Kalev. And it says, because he had a Ruach HaKeres Imoi, which means he had different thoughts, different ideas. And the proof for this Pirish would be that only if we translate to Ruches over here that Hashem knows everyone's thoughts, It will fit into what the posse continues to say that if one person sinned, why would you get angry at everybody else? In other words, since Hashem knows what's going on in everyone's mind, Hashem knows who is the one that sinned, who is the one that one should get angry at. However, if we say, it means that Hashem is the God of the souls, how does that flow and how is that an introduction to the following part of the posse? That Hashem shouldn't be getting angry at everyone just because one person sinned. And this is what Rashi continues and says how Hashem is different to a Melech Boser Vadam. And Rashi says, but you do know who sinned, different to the Melech Boser Vadam. In other words, that according to Rashi, the meaning of Ali Likai Haruchois, that it means Hashem knows the thoughts, is understood from the continuation of the Pasak. That if one person sins, why would you get angry and punish everyone else? However, the Rebbe says, we need to understand a number of things. Point number one, why do we even need a marshal of a melech bosr vodom? How is that coming and clarifying anything? We understand the question, why should Hashem get angry at everybody else if one person sinned? Furthermore, if there is a need for such a marshal for some sort of explanation about this concept, and that's why Rashi brings it. It would have been suitable for Rashi to bring this already much earlier in the Torah. Rashi does not bring it in Pasha's Vayera. Avram seems to be telling Hashem something very, very similar. The story of Sadoim. Avram says says, "Ha'avtispe, would you also wipe out the tzaddik with the Russia?" Rashi doesn't come along there and give us a marshal that Hashem would know better who the tzaddik and who the Russia is from the of a, from a marshal of Melech Basar Vadam. If that's the case, why does Rashi need to bring the marshal over here? Another point that Rebbe says is, even regarding a melech bosser of Adam, if he's a just and righteous king, this is also not the way he should be acting. If one person sins, definitely he should not be punishing everybody else. Rather, he should appoint a judge. He should appoint someone to investigate and to clarify who is the one that sinned. And even if he cannot find out who sinned, it seemingly is still no reason for a decent king to go and punish everyone just because he couldn't figure out who sinned. So we don't need a marshal of a melech, boss or vodom that's going to punish everyone. Meaning to say, even by a marshal of melech, boss or vodom, that's not the way you should be acting. And that Hashem is Dafka different to that. Another question the Rebbe asks is that Rashi starts off about the people of the country. Rashi says, Sorcha, Allah of Miktsas Medina. We translated before, Sorcha means they acted in a foul way, in a smelly way. But Rashi starts over the word Sorcha, but then when he concludes, he says that the king doesn't know Miha Choyte, who is the sinner. So Rashi changed the terminology from Sorcha to Choyte. Also Rashi says, the Rebbe asks, that Rashi starts off with Sorcha of Miktsas Medina, which is some of the people had sinned, but then in the conclusion it says, that the king doesn't know Miha who is the sinner, implying that it's only one person, starting off in the, in the plural and finishing off with the singular. In the next Rashi, Rashi on the quotes the words Ish and Rashi says on the words Ish who if one person is the sinner, vi ato and you, I'll if I'm gonna get angry at the whole congregation. And for this Hashem responds, Yofa, Marta, you spoke well. I do know and I will let everyone else know who sinned and who did not sin. On this too, the Rebbe has a number of questions. First of all, what exactly is Rashi telling us and adding to the Possek? The Possek said already, So Rashi seemingly only changed a word from yechto, to saying, and Rashi adds, instead of al de tikzoif, Rashi just adds the word vi'ata, and you will get angry at everyone. Seemingly, that's exactly what the Possek said. Rashi didn't add anything. Seemingly, he just put in two words, maybe changed it slightly. What is Rashi actually telling us with this Rashi? The Rebbe asks, if Rashi, some, for some reason or somehow, is trying to explain that part of the Possek, that you are getting angry at everyone, in other words, not only translating the first words or ish echod, the Rashi in the Dibra should have at least said ish echod That means he's going to explain these few words in the Possek. So Rashi says ish echod, and then he does quote and explain the next part of the posik as well. But Rashi should have, should have indicated this somehow in the Dibra the Rebbe then asks, what exactly does Rashi mean by adding, Omer HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that Hashem says, you spoke well, I do know who sinned, and I'm going to let everybody know who sinned, etc. And the Rebbe asks, besides what is Rashi telling us with this, what's Rashi adding? The question is actually even more so, the Rebbe says, in the Psukim, what does Hashem actually do in regards to Moshe's argument? The posse goes on to say that Hashem says move away from the places of Koyrach, Doson, and Aviram. And the posse further goes on to speak about how in fact they all got punished. Koyrach, Doson, and Aviram. If that's the case, when Rashi says, Omer HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yofa, that Hashem is telling Moesha Rabbeinu you spoke well. Seemingly Hashem is agreeing to Moish Rabbeinu on the words Ho Ish Echod. And those are the words that Rashi said, right? If one person sins, and now it seems like Hashem is agreeing to that. But what ends up happening? Hashem is not letting everybody know one person who sinned. Hashem is actually punishing three people. So how, how does this fit with what we, the beginning of the Rashi? That Rashi says, Moshe Rabbeinu says, one person sinned. And Hashem is actually saying, and he's going to punish three people. And finally, the Rebbe asks, in the wording of Rashi, Rashi says, Hashem says, I do know, and I will let everyone else know who sinned. Why is it relevant over here that Hashem knows? It seems to be the most important thing that Hashem is going to notify, through punishing, Hashem is going to notify everybody who sinned. So why is it needed to say over here that Hashem himself also knows? And finally, one more general point that we need to understand. In the earlier psukim, it was mentioned a number of times that who was involved in the machloikas of Koyrach against Moshe and Aroin, there were many people involved. The Rebbe quotes a number of psukim that who got up, that the people got up against Moshe and Aroin, Vanoshim ibn Yisrael, Chamishim, there were 250 people, they gathered against Moshe and Aroin. The Pasik speaks about how Moshe speaks to Koyrach, Velkal to all of his people. We have a number of times this term that he's telling off kol or the whole congregation of Kairach. Eventually, Moshe Rabbeinu says, ato v'chol ados, you and all your people that are standing up against Hashem. And Rashi over there says that this is already the fourth time they're messing up the Yidden are messing up. And Rashi starts enumerating, they messed up with the Egel, etc., etc. In other words, who are we talking about? We're not speaking about one individual we're clearly speaking about lots and lots of other people. Even Moshe Rabbeinu understands there's many other people involved in this. So why would Moshe Rabbeinu say ha ish if one person sins, why are you going to be getting angry at the rest of the Yidin? So the Rebbe has the explanation on all of this is in the Pasuk just before this where the Pasuk says Vayakel koirach. The koirach gathers the Yidin Rashi tells us, Koyrach was going around amongst the Shvatim and convincing them and saying, you think I only care about myself? I care for all of you. I am standing up for all of you. And eventually he convinced all of these other people. In other words, that Koyrach was clearly the one that was convincing all the Yidin and drawing them in with his words that he's only means for their benefit, etc. Until eventually he got them all to complain against Moshe and Aaron and so on. The same thing is true in regards to the other people that were leading the Machloikas. In other words, Dossen and Aviram, and the 250 people we mentioned before. As Rashi says, that Beshvil Shaho Yashayvet Ruven, since Shayvet Ruven, that's where Dossen and Aviram come from, and most of the 250 people come from. Since they were close to the area of Kahos and his children. That's where Kaidak and his children are. So since Ruuvein and these people are close to Kairach, basically, that's why they joined Kairach in his Machloikas, meaning to say that their participation as well was only because Kairach convinced them, and so that they thought that Kairach is right. But without Kairach's um, convincing them, they would have never entered this Machloikas at all. So in other words, it all really boils back down to Kairach himself. Now the Rebbe says, of course a person can never use this as an excuse, that he's not guilty and that he did something inappropriate because somebody else convinced him. A person always has to distance himself from a Russia, and he also has to be strong in his own mind, not to be impacted and affected from anybody else trying to convince him. But nevertheless, practically, they only got involved in this machloikas against Moshe and Aaron, was under the influence of Kairach. This is what Rashi means when he brings the Melech of a marshal of, of a Melech Basar Adom, and he uses the term Shezorcha Allah Miktas Medina. That some of the Medina was acting in a foul, in a smelly way. What Rashi is trying to tell us is that the way they acted was in a disgusting way. This would have been despised by the king in a very smelly and foul way. But not that they intentionally went ahead and are trying to rebel against the king. And especially to say to such an extent that they're actually mechuy of Misa need to be killed because of that. Nevertheless, since the bottom line is that Miktsas Medina, some of these people are acting in a very inappropriate way. It makes sense to say that there is someone, at least one person amongst them, that is the one that brought them to the state. And furthermore, this one person is actually a real chayte, is a sinner. He is actually rebelling against the king. That's why Rashi started off with the word sarcha. He says many people are acting in not an appropriate way. But he doesn't know, the king doesn't know who is the choite in singular. He doesn't know who is the one instigator, who is the one that caused the trouble. Whereas the rest of the people, we can't call them choytem sinners. They're not actually rebelling. It's, but, but there's a sircha, there's a certain foulness that's going on over here. So by a melech baser v'adam, since he does not know who the sinner is. And the bottom line is, yes, many people did actually go ahead and rebel and act in this way. So he does punish all of them. But you, Hashem, that everything is known to you, all thoughts are known. You do know who the sinner is. And therefore, people that only followed him and acted in an inappropriate way, in a disgusting way. But they shouldn't get the same harsh punishment as the sinner, says the Rebbe. This argument of Moshe Rabbeinu is what Rashi is coming to explain in the further Dibra which the Rebbe is explaining is not really another Dibra and therefore we needed to understand why Rashi needs to add anything to the Pasek and why Rashi is only quoting certain words from the Pasek. The Rebbe is explaining that Rashi, this is part of the original Rashi. Rashi goes as follows. After saying that you Hashem definitely know who's the sinner, so Rashi goes on and says, the after saying you know who the sinner is, he's, he's using some of the words of the Pasik, but he's continuing his own pinish by saying, Ha ish echad only one person is the sinner. But the rest of the people are not really sinners, they just acted in a foul way. And you, Hashem, the Ato, and you, that you do know everyone's thoughts, are you going to get angry at everybody else? So the Rebbe is viewing these two Rashis as all one long flow. And then Rashi tells us, so Hashem responds to Moshe Rabbeinu, you spoke very well, meaning to say that Hashem is addressing the general argument of Loisha to only punish the sinner and not those that acted in a way of sorchu." So you're 100% right. However, the general idea that I shouldn't be punishing everyone, you're right, I'm not going to punish everyone. But the fact that you think it's only one sinner, that not necessarily is Hashem is agreeing. Rashi is saying as follows, Hashem says, I takken know who the sinner is, and I'm going to notify to everyone who the sinner is, meaning to say, not like you think that it's only Kairach, but rather that Doss and Aviram also sinned, as opposed to the rest of the congregation, their taken are going to be punished. And that's why the next passage continues and says, Hey Hashem says, I consider and I do know that even Kirach and sorry, even Dasan and Aviram are also part of the sinners, not only of these followers. And the Rebbe concludes with a beautiful avodas Avoidas Adam yisoyen yonim. And the Rebbe says as follows. The Rebbe says, the Pasha tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu went and tried to speak to Dasan and Aviram. And they refused with tremendous chutzpah. And they said, isn't it enough that you took us out of Mitzrayim, a land flowing with milk and honey? You want to kill us in the Midbar? Even if you poke at our eyes, we won't come, etc. And finally, Moshe Rabbeinu gets very, very upset. Which basically all shows that they weren't just acting as followers and just acting in a little bit of a foul way. But they truly are sinners. And nevertheless when Moshe Rabbeinu is speaking to Hashem, Moshe Rabbeinu is being melamed chos Moshe Rabbeinu is insisting, ha-ish echad yechta, he's still viewing it that there's only one sinner, only one troublemaker, which is Kairach. Says the Rebbe from here, we have the Hayroah, how much each and every one of us, we all have a Moshe Rabbeinu inside of us, how we need to work, and implant inside of ourselves this midah, to always judge another person favorably even if a person in his conduct is acting in a way that seemingly negates any sort of limutzchus. We still have to try to find the limutzchus in any way whatsoever, and as a result of that, to also do whatever we can to bring the person back to tshuva and to get him to act in the right and proper way.